Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of When I Grow Up. On today's episode, it is my pleasure to welcome my guest, Jamin Wu. Hi Jamin, how are you? Hi, hi Blair, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So um, Jamin actually has a nickname that's honestly a little bit easier for me to pronounce because I feel like I'm butchering your given name, but she uh, she goes by Kino, so I'm going to call her Kino for the rest of the interview. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 great. Awesome. Well, Kino, thank you again for being with me. Um, so I don't know you personally. We got connected through a mutual friend, or now my new friend, um, <laughs> AJ Dungo, who came on a couple weeks ago. Um, so, um, Kino, without, you know, actually, how have you been? How was your day? I should ask you that first. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's great. I just finished my work like 30 minutes ago. So yeah, uh, well, I, I didn't, I didn't have a, wasn't the mooding working, but it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> okay. Well, do you, so you work from home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working from home since last year, March. So, I see. So yeah. since the pandemic started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, well, thank you again. I know that your your schedule is probably super busy, so I'm really grateful for your time. Um, Kino lives in Los Angeles, and so she is uh, three hours ahead of, or no, yes. Yes, what? three. Yeah. <laughs> I think three hours. Um, ahead of us. So, um, yeah, she just finished work. Um, but, you know, I have to ask, that's why you're here. Yeah. What, do, what do you do? What is your work? <laughs> Um, so my job title is, um, previous artist, um, pre-production. So the short answer for, to explain that job would be a 3D storyboard for films. And then to expand that a little bit, it's, um, basically we re- uh, create all the environment and then the captures in a 3D software. And then we basically start to film the movies in the 3D software. And then like a r- really rough version, like where all the cameras going to be and then how how would they look like connected together and then it's basically a step further than just storyboard the storyboard is images and then what we do is like animation it's like moving sequences and then the director would have like a better idea like what he actually wants because it's easier for us to reanimate than him reshooting the entire sequence and then it's easier for the producer to budget like oh oh these are going to be VFX shots and then these are going to be all practical um and then uh yeah that that's basically the answer that's crazy so I mean right before we started recording I asked you this question and I was kind of shocked because I didn't even think about this kind of job right like of course right like these movies that have humongous visual effects and all this kind of I'm like how do they even plan this out and um I mean these days you know I'm sure back in the day it was just storyboarding right do you know how long it's been like people have been doing 3D storyboarding I I think so the current company that I'm working with is called the third floor so they're founded by a bunch of uh guys that were working for star wars and then they like funded through like working on those movies and then they and then i think uh well i don't think they start this whole industry there are like many companies out there but they were like the pioneers like I with see. other companies like i think it would be late 90s and the early 2000 wow because that yeah that's when uh 3d like pure cgi movie gets 
starting to grow, I think. That's amazing. So, okay. So, um, what does a typical day for you look like then? Uh, my typical day, it depends on the production, but um, sometimes like there will be downside on the uh, pr- uh, production side. So we, we artists don't really know what we do. So we'll just have a chill day. And then uh, when the production knows, oh, this is what we want. And then we just have meetings, like really long meetings all day. And then uh, there'll be like a crunch hour. And then we basically just sitting. Well, I'm still working from home right now. So it's just me and my computer and then working in the 3D software like all day. So that, that's basically my day. And okay. I will have like an hour off. Yeah. Um, so like, say production starts for a movie and you yeah. go in and meet with your client or whoever is making the movie and they tell you what what they want. Like, are you like taking a script or they're telling you exactly what it is they want to see or how does that work? Um, it also very depends on the production because um, there's also some pr- production while well, I'm doing previous, but it's like more like a pitch. So because like uh, they want to show a more like advanced version or like their vision in like uh, into sequence, but they don't want to shoot it. They don't have the budget, yet, but they want the company to bring like these things. So they will like uh, give us like a really short description, like probably just one page of the uh, um, the script and then we just animate, we just finish that sequence and then they pitch, they took that sequence to show the uh, the high ups in the company and mm-hmm. then uh, the high ups would say yes and then they green light it and then we'll keep keep going on. And then and then uh, not, sometimes we'll receive a storyboard, like um, I worked on Fast and Furious and then the storyboard artist like gave us amazing sequence and then it was like, great. And then uh, we'll use that as like, um, like a reference and then uh, build our sequence based on that. And then sometimes they don't give us anything. They just give, uh, so this is what we want. They just describe. And then we have to kind of make things up ourselves. Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, is that challenging for, like, what do you prefer? Like, I don't know. I feel like you're a very creative person. You'd have to be, but like, do you prefer, like they give you the storyboard and you're like, oh, I can do this. Or do you like the flexibility in having to create it yourself <laughs> I, I think I'm still at this stage that sometimes I'm intimidated to create like a sequence completely based on my own visions like I'd be like oh I don't know if this is what the director wants so maybe like um well some director some directors they will give out like a sheet tell you where to play the uh, camera as well oh. so yeah that that would be like I think the easiest and then the fastest way and then it's not as involved as storyboard like the storyboard gives you everything like the framing mm-hmm. as well but if the mm-hmm. director just tell you where the cameras are I can still like play around with like the overall camera movement and then the framing so um I think I and then it's like clear so I know what I'm trying to do and then, so I, I think I will prefer like the director give me like a sheet of where he wants the camera to be but not as like gave you some like flexibility oh if this doesn't work just move it around I see I see yeah yeah okay so I'm trying to imagine this in my head like watching a 3d storyboard so like is it like cartoonish are they real people like uh (laughs) well this this also based on production because I worked for uh live action films and then um I also worked on the production it was a cinematic 
uh, trailer for a game. So that one will definitely, it's not specifically cartoony, but the characters are more like um, animated, like, um, no, like video game, like style. Um, so those would be like that in a very stylized environment. But for films, it's usually, um, they some productions like um, they, like our modelers can just take a picture of the, if we know the actor, take a picture of the actor's like uh, image, like their face and then put on the models. And then it's like, sometimes it's like too real, it scares me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. I mean, I just, I guess, like, you can do anything these days, I feel like, yeah, on a computer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know if you can answer this question, Kino, or not. And I, I hope I'm being, like, specific in the way I ask it. But could you, like, take me through your process? I don't, like, I guess what I'm asking is, is this something you do on paper first and then it goes to digital or... What is the process for you when you start creating this animation? Um, so let's say if it's like for production, they usually give us scripts and then some kind of guidance or my supervisor and the lead artist will tell me. And then they will like nowadays, it's like everything happening in Zoom and Google Meet. So uh, they'll do like a little doodles. Okay, camera here, camera there. And then, yeah, and I probably take a screenshot of like what they whatever the camera they placed on and then I just straight went to the uh, straight went going to the 3D software and then started to do it because it's it, yeah it's like easier and faster but if it's for myself and then I have to they don't really they just tell me I'll oh, do whatever you want well I don't think that happens very <laughs> often <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not giving the flexibility yet but um if it's if that ever happens I think I'll have to do like my own very like you know, like very minimum storyboard, like or thumbnails myself on the paper and then know what am I going to do? And then probably uh, very similar things, like do a um, um, top down um, little image, like top down image and then put the, uh, place the camera. So I know like how would they connect with each other? So, yeah. um, what's a top down? Oh, top down, it's... um. Sorry, I should have explained that a little bit better. So no, that's okay. Um, it's you know like the profile, like right now as I'm seeing you, uh -huh. it's it's a, a frontal shot, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then if you can see me, and I'm like turning my face away, this is like a profile shot. Okay. okay. And then and then imagining you seeing me in my room from the top, and then you're looking down. That's oh. like a top down. So you see like the entire layout. Of I the room. see. I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've mentioned a couple times in like this process, like the importance of the camera shots and like yeah. where the camera is. So, I mean, you have a goody, a pretty good feel, I guess, in your line of work of like um, the usage of camera angles for certain scenes, I would assume. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I see. So like, okay. When you worked on, um, you worked on Fast and Furious, right? Yes. Fast and Furious is it the most recent one? I haven't seen it actually. I should yeah, go. yeah, it's, yeah, it's the most recent one. A, um, I have not watched many of them. Oh, <laughs> I watched really? the most recent one because they have this stuff uh, uh, screening. But yeah, many of them I did. I did not. Watch. Oh man, I love Fast and Furious series. Oh, you do? Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm like, man, I have to go watch Fast Nine now. But um, like, 
uh, so I mean, it's all action, right? Action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, are those like really fun for you to do? Like the more actiony kind of ones. <laughs> Well, that also depends on the production. Sometimes, like because um, we have a lot of times we have to work with um, there's a this thing called stun this, so stun visualization. So it's basically sorry, I'm expanding this like the entire thing to a little bit like too far away, but no, no, um, no, I like it. Yeah. This is great. This is great. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, basically the second union, which which they do all the stunts and stuff. Like they will send us of like the footages of like actor fighting and stuff and then um sometimes like the production one everything just like very fast pacing we will like um maybe i will animate like uh like a shot that two actors enter the scene and then after that they will edit it into like um put a stunt uh sequence and so implying oh they're fighting this is what the what they probably going to do like this is how they fight and then cut back to uh, the previous. So like, like with some VFX shots, probably. Oh, okay, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, but but I do get sometimes get like if there's like a really easy stunt, um, uh, like or like actions, then that I will do. But sometimes the director are being very specific, like um, the production I'm working on right now. I can't say the name yet, but um, they want certain style of like the fightings and then how the actions blows. Um. And then they rather to see it like how the stunt guys do do it, like so they can better have a better image in their head. I see, I see. Wow, this is so fascinating. All of it. <laughs> um, okay, Kina. So, could you take me back to like the beginning, like of your, I don't know, when you were in high school? Like, what were you like? Like in far as far as personality, and did you know that this is something you always wanted to do? Um, so I came here for college. I I, I was in, still back in China in during high school, and then um, well, the, back in China we have like the difference between different high schools. So there will be like the normal high school. So you like you prepare your uh, college entrance exams. Like that's that's basically your goal. And then there will be other colleges that, uh, oh, sorry, uh, high schools prepare you for like uh, our school. So they train you drawing and stuff. But I, I always know I want to like do either film. It was like mostly animation or maybe anime, like these kind of job. But uh, I still went into like a, a normal high school because my, my parents think my grades are too good for our school for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just their like stereotype. Like usually, like if your grades are not great, then your other options is like art school. But uh, I know I wanted to do these kind of things. So back then, my I was like really interested in anime and stuff. So okay, my my okay. my goal was <laughs> like most of the Asian kids. So my goal is still like, oh, I want to do maybe comics, maybe animation, mm. or oh, maybe I want to do like um, texture design and stuff. These are all like. Uh, things that I wanted to do I don't have a very specific goals because my goals changes all the time mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. yeah and then I went into college and and I started to apply for like college in America um and I got into a couple colleges and then um and then me knowing myself 
some of the college in New York, in Chicago, and then in California, I just know I would not be able to study at all. Like I would just like wanted to go out all the time. So I picked Ringling College of Art and Design, which is in Sarasota, uh, Florida, like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I actually know that college. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. because I heard it's a very well-known art school. Yeah, but it's just so, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was because um, they're they're specializing in 3D animation. They're like their strongest de- uh, like department there is like a, uh, computer animation. Really? Wow. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. So, but like you went in knowing that? I did not do a very throughout research. I saw animation and I was just like, oh, so you can choose between 2D or 3D. I oh, guess. I see. I see. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but the first year was a lot of like very fundamental skills like training. We still draw like some 2D animations and then like a very basic uh, um, anatomy drawing. And then starting from sophomore year, we were like, it's just all like 3D program. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to ask, was it challenging moving from China to Sarasota, Florida? Like, I mean, the, the, the physical part is it's not that hard it's just like you took two suitcases and then you're going there uh well I, I was a little bit intimidated because like um I was like a fresh out of high school and then I was I like English is not my first language and then I was like a little bit struggled at the beginning to um just you know the language barrier so I had to team up with like another uh uh, Chinese students so we flew there together knowing that we even when we didn't really see each other before but we just like kind of teamed up okay you're going to Sarasota I'm going to Sarasota <laughs> I don't I don't know what's gonna happen but yeah we should probably it feels safer to like have another people be like your company no so, yeah, yeah I mean I feel like to think about it now um so I have two kids and you know to think about sending uh my if my son were grown my first mm-hmm. son and like he was what what were you 18 yeah 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 like 18 like like to a, another country right like i mean i can't imagine like <laughs> yeah um, so i'm sure it was like very intimidating to just yeah. not just go to college but go to a new country and then just like english not being your first language it's yeah. kind of and insane a, and yeah, very great what what did you say and in Florida. And in Florida, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. So brave. Okay, so, like, you get here, though, but, I mean, uh, was it... I, I guess I'm just curious for those that may be listening and, you know, they're starting their freshman year of college. Like, um, I'm curious to, like, the challenges you may have gone through adjusting a little bit to, like, cultural differences and things like that. Or were you okay? Or what was it yeah, like? Yeah, I mean, uh, people were... Uh, in school were like very nice they have orientation stuff language barrier was definitely like a thing but I think I started to getting used to uh, like getting better like two or three months after the freshman year and then uh that part was like a little bit struggle well there were like awkward moments that I couldn't understand what 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 the teacher means but but that that was it but like everybody's been very like understanding I think yeah yeah but the culture part I would say uh it was it's not something that like only freshman year can solve like it takes it it takes many many years like Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to learn a lot of things and understanding all these differences I think it's like a work that you like something you have to constantly to understand and then like to think like 
for the rest of my life like yeah. I don't think yeah I don't think college is like well it certainly changed a lot of things and then it, the change is like very very it's like too big it's like one day in the in, in China and then the next day in America so right right oh it's like yeah, it's, it's a huge gap yeah. um and then I did not realize that till like later on oh mm. so so those things are what I've been through so yeah Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're taking all these classes at this point, your sophomore year, like, have you declared your major? Oh yeah. Um, um, computer animation. That That's like, yeah. Okay. So oh, sorry. Um, so for Ringling, it's like, you can't really, you, you can switch, uh, computer from like, uh, CA with, with like computer animation from uh-huh. CA to other major maybe illustration maybe like other art major but you cannot change from illustrator illustrator uh, illustration to computer animation oh so so like it's like once you're in you either out and never come back or you stay i see i see is it um is it like competitive at all like in that world or um definitely competitive like all my uh, all the students are like super talented like mm. and the, um but also everybody was like trying really hard to help each other because of like the workload and then and I think it's funny because a lot of us were kind got rejected from like another school which is uh Cal Arts so <laughs> so it's like during orientation I realized so oh I applied for a Cal Arts but I got rejected oh me too and then and then we can't just have this thought, maybe we're not as good, but we will do better in this school. So like everybody was like founded. And then the major is like pretty small. Like I starting with like a hundred people maybe, but I think sophomore and junior year, there was only like 50. Oh, wow. People. Yeah, like half, half of the students. So everybody knows everybody. I see, I see. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I know you're, you work in pre, what did you call it? Previs? You said yeah, previs. previs. Yeah, you previs. work in previs, but then like, what are some other opportunities for computer animation? Oh yeah, um, so I don't think uh, well, previs is definitely like a big, uh, big one. But usually, like the school's expecting you to become either a modeler or a three D animator. So a what? Like, what did you say? A, a modeler is like creating models in, for what? Uh, for uh, well, you've seen like. Okay, so Ringley's like a very specific, they want their, their students to get into Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks, like these oh. major animation studios. So yeah, uh, they don't expect, well, they don't, it's like if you got into those, uh, you work on an animated feature, it's like the highlight of your, the sure, highlight of yeah, your yeah, 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 career. Yeah, would... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so mostly modeler would be the one who model those characters like in the 3D animation oh yeah and then the animators yeah oh sorry keep going what were you gonna say oh the animators are the ones who animate of course like the characters and then there's also uh uh lighter which is do the lightings in 3d animation uh and then the uh layout artist which is pretty similar as my job but for animation and then there's also um texture just like someone just doing texture painted texture for the characters basically painting on the model like that 
And then so they're you're also telling me that these are all different jobs as a computer yeah. animator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, these are all different jobs. There are more. I can keep going on. There's also because these are um, mostly like uh, 3D jobs, and then there will be people. A lot of my uh, classmates uh, wanted to do storyboard, which is like pure 2D, and then uh, visual development, which is designing characters, designing the background. Mm. Um, yeah, and then some of them. Uh, went to be like like more like a producer or production from like a production assistant to be a producer I see okay so what what I'm like really amazed by right now is like I guess in my very limited um knowledge of like what animation is um I just thought like (laughs) if if you're an animator you do all of those things like that you just (laughs) like you know what I mean like I didn't know like like one person does the lighting and the other person does the painting and the other person yeah. like I didn't and then like you just said so there's a modeler so somebody that models the the character and then mm-hmm. and then someone someone else animates that uh there's one more process between them it's like uh someone modeled a character uh-huh. and then a rigger which is basically putting uh joints into the characters and then connect them together so make the character and uh movable and then uh the animator took from the rigger and then started to do the animation <gasps> that is so crazy to me i don't know because like you know um again my kids right now all they watch is animation <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah yeah and so like you know i'm really fascinated by a lot of the movies that i watch especially like recent ones and i guess you know i i had no idea i had no idea it's like basically that's why there's so many credits at the end of a movie because oh, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many people yeah like oh. for the animator, I think it takes them sometimes a week to do one second of animation. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wanted to mention that because like I didn't realize that was like it took them that long. Well, like, yeah, some some of the animation can be very challenging and then um well honestly uh a week of one second is probably too little maybe a week and then you do five seconds of the animation i mean that's still really little that's yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. that's nothing yeah. okay yeah. interesting so okay like what is your um time frame when you like get a project or something like do you have to have a quick turnaround time to get your animation done for whoever needs to see it um well, for previous, yes, because it's relatively like really rough. Like the look is very rough. Like nothing's final. I see. So I see. they they just want to get a sense of like how to place the camera and stuff. I see. So okay, I would gotcha, say, gotcha. Uh, for for what I do, like I can do ten cameras in a day. Very rough, but yeah, I can do like that's probably like equivalent like one or two minutes. I would say yeah, but very rough. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I kind of um went ahead, but so you graduate from school, yeah, and then like you decide that this is what you're gonna do, or was there different paths to get where you are? Um, well, back in school, I really wanted to be like an animator because that 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 seems like the the option that I I'm like 
relatively good compared to my other skills okay yeah yeah not, not as good as my other classmates but but it's like okay and then I don't find it like boring stuff but um I only find out doing layout doing camera work uh mm-hmm. and then all these previous like uh this that this this kind of job exists in senior year because we started to do our um uh thesis film and then oh. that's yeah because before we only do like a clip of animation that, like there's not much camera work and then but uh they don't really focus on on the cameras um but and then I realized oh this is actually a job and I really really like to see like put all the sequence together and then seeing them cutting to like the sequence and then I realized oh this is amazing that this is what I wanted to do so oh, wow yeah yeah so after and then um not I think not many people back in my year like wanted to do that kind of job. Mm. So in my head, I was like, it's still maybe less competition. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I still love this job, but in my head, it was like, you know, it's not a bad thing to, to have a little bit less competition. But yeah. I, I mean, I have like amazing coworkers. They're all very good. So I realized it's still very competitive. Mm. Um, yeah, but after school, I, I basically just, apply starting to apply mainly uh previous work uh if there's like a 3d job uh 3d animator job i would apply as well um but yeah um so you how did you have you always worked for this company that you're currently with or were, were there other companies that you worked for before oh i started to work with this company actually just um two months ago oh this is like uh yeah, yeah it's a pretty I, I came here i'm like new people but I was working with my previous company for uh the other company for two and a half years okay so yeah for a pretty long time it's like proof ink that's where I did uh fast and furious I see okay so because I was gonna say like how does one you know work for these large movies there was another one that was listed on IM the tomorrow wall yeah that's a big one too. Like, so basically, if they're not really specifically hiring you; they're hiring your company. Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they heard. Okay. The okay. Is that how most productions work? Like, they hire companies. Uh yes, and then uh, I do see sometimes like the supervisor like uh worked for for a company, and then he got. Well, I've seen amazing supervisors. They're just like really great. And then they've been in the industry for a very, very long time. And then they're probably going to start to like take their own jobs. And then they they kind of knew the producers and then the high ups in the company. So they will probably just like recruit a team for themselves and then more like work as the individual team instead of like through like a company. I see. Okay. So, yeah, that, that sometimes happens as well. Gotcha. Um, so... Um... What do you like most about your job, Kino? It's it's definitely the camera work because I I really enjoy doing cameras because I know like it's it's kind of too late for me to be a cinematographer. Well, of course it's I not. Should, it's but, not yeah, too late. Yeah, it, of course I should I should say and it's never too late to become a cinematographer. But like it's a lot more effort mm. like to to be like because you well cameras is expensive. And then it's a very time consuming and then you have to, and I'm lazy. <laughs> so, so like finding this alternative, like it makes me really happy. Like you're just like basically staring at your screen and then you do the amazing camera work. So I, I think I, I personally really lo- love that because um, I enjoy watch movies and then 
right? Just find like uh, those little details that I find like, I can tell that the cinematographer put like put these little things when they're framing the camera, like what kind of emotions they want to evoke from these things. I I just, it gives me chills. So I I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just like to do these kind of camera work. So for sure. Wow. No, it's not too late. And I love that. I feel like, um, so, okay. I, I'm embarrassed to even say this. Okay. But I did, I studied in college. I studied like what do you call mass media arts and like, um, and it's like film work and camera work and production and stuff. Um, but I, I like never used my major at all. Really, <laughs> I worked in like I worked in live sports television for a little bit, but it was com- it's completely different. It's a different world, and so um, that's why everything you're saying is like really fascinating to me. But what you said really resonates with me. Like when I watch movies too, I'm like oh man, that was so purposeful, you know, like just yeah, even the yeah. way the camera moves and like, yeah, yeah. and like to make you feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of crazy that like you get to witness that before it even goes into production. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like I'm just thinking, cause I was working on another uh, film earlier this year. And then that one is a little bit different because the supervisor like, started to ask a very specific like acting choices oh. and then yeah and then uh, usually what we because it's pre so so uh we do really rough animation but that one's like we started to do like very detailed animation and in my head I was just like huh I don't know if this actor is ever gonna agree with my acting choice like, <laughs> yeah as I'm animating I was like I, I don't know if like he's gonna like like my acting choice but. Oh, interesting. So you can even do that on the computer. Yeah, I, I think I think when I'm doing certain, like making certain acting choices, usually to work with the camera to okay. make the frame look better. I see, not, I see. Yeah, yeah. Not like a real acting choice. It was more like for camera work. So like when, okay, um, this is, this might sound like a really stupid question. And I'm sorry, no but, like, <laughs> but like, um, so when you're animating for the pre-production stuff, um, like, do you even animate like extras walking through the camera and stuff like that too? Yes, um, because the actors, uh, there, there can be a framing pop as well. Because if like there's an extra walk uh, walking through the foreground, that's, there's something moving in the foreground. That's like. That that's sometimes like creates certain feelings for us, and then if there's like a lot of actors in the background, and then they're all like, well, sometimes they're not even rigged. They're so they're just like a piece of piece of like a figure, mm. and then uh, you can't really animate them like doing anything. They're just like moving around right, in the right, background, right, right. yeah, to create certain feelings for the shot. But yes, for sure. Oh wow! I mean, you're basically a director in my mind. I'm like, I'm like, oh I wow, <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Uh, well, st- a lot of these choices right now are still making by, well, the director goes down to the supervisor, goes down to the lead artist, and then we started to, well, it's like I'm animating these, but a lot of time it's not really my decision. But oh, no, they're, yeah. like a, they're like a small thing so you can't make decisions. Right. No, I understand that. But yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. still cool that like you can see it visually and then yeah. you have to show them what it is that they thought they wanted to see. Yeah. And then I'm sure like they see it. There are times like this is not it. Right. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot oh. of times. Because it's like the cheap way for them to see what they want. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. I feel like that's, I mean, just as a, as somebody that can appreciate movies too, it's like, yeah, yeah that's really neat. Um, you know, I'm curious, like when you started working, like in this field, was there something, okay, was there something that you learned that like, about this field or about this work that really helped you be a better be better in your own work does that make sense I don't know like is there something that you didn't learn in school that you learned on the job that you felt like made you a better artist oh yeah for sure uh there's like many things that I did not learn from school one yeah. thing is like you it's 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 very specific to uh us mm. well for previous artists, some productions, uh, it's not only one artist working on one thing. So like the, um, the files will pass down like through all like maybe three or four different artists. And then you can kind of see the way other artists work like mm. through their files. So it's very interesting. Sometimes it's like just pure chaos like they don't really care <laughs> some but you will see like the artists like work in certain ways make your life so much easier it's like how yeah the way that um they're let's say like a very specific way to move the camera like the camera needs to move like um basically a circle and then the characters in the middle mm -hmm. and then like and then let's say I don't really know that but uh, learning through other people's file I can I have like a better idea also what would be the what would be the best approach to do these type of things and then uh, um and then it's also definitely sometimes like working on the same thing for a very long time you started to losing um the appreciation that like for the films you're just like a serious oh I'm just doing the job but like when you're seeing other people's work, it's like amazing, and then you and then you'll get back, you get back to get back to yourself. Be like, oh, I need to work harder. I need to like, there's so many amazing artists out there. Like, I I need to like keep working and keep working. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. I feel like that's beneficial, right? Like when you have yeah. real, like real life experience, and then able to like effectively do your work better because of it is very rewarding yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um sure. do you uh so like have you watched the movies that you've worked on yeah um I watched the Fast and Furious that's uh -huh. like a, a crew screening and then the Tomorrow Wall as well well for that one I was actually working on uh hostess um I introduced myself as a previous artist because like this is the job that I wanted to do I wanted to do the camera but post-production can be something that I work on a lot as well oh so um, what does that entail post um so it's basically it's it's a little bit more complicated than the previous but basically it's a uh, um previous but for VFX because um so after they shoot all the footage and then um, the, uh, the producer and the director will have to start to budgeting. Also, these are the clips that we want. And then mm -hmm. we'll probably have to do like a VFX on them. But the VFX, the real VFX is like too expensive. So they want to use the cheap way first to see, oh, like, let's say we put like, uh, like for um, the Tomorrow Wall, it was like a lot of alien creatures. Like uh -huh. those can be very expensive. Uh -huh. So they, we put like a, relatively cheap model in there and then do a very quick version so they they can uh, for all the shots they want and then they can pick uh, the sh the 
the sequence that they think is going to work. And then these drugs eventually go to the VFX department and then they will do the final VFX. So it's oh. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more like a budgeting tool. I see. I see. So yeah, then yeah. you would do the visual effects for that or just the pre visual yeah. effects? Yeah. Yeah. Pre so I will still do. <laughs> Yeah, it's still 3D animation. Uh, it's it's sometimes it's more like um you know the green screen. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, we yeah we swap out like the background um in like I see okay the okay background yeah yeah and then add some cheap version of animation and then let them decide what they want. I see. Okay, so like, um, what do you mean? Like, it's more expensive? Like, is the alien more scary looking? Like, I. Don't- <laughs> Oh, oh, it's oh, I completely understand. Like, it's it's like it took me a while to understand as well. Like, it's what we do. It's like, um, uh, it's usually the render. It's very expensive. Um, and then the VFX production, uh, the textures, and then the effects they use, like explosion and stuff, their materials. It's it's usually way more expensive because what we use is usually like already existed prop. Like we took like. From other productions i see I so see. it's a cheap one the, they're the ones like and then uh they're gonna add more details to the final footage and then make it look amazing and then the renders take very very long so yeah I it can see, be very- i see so so the rendering is i mean i guess i would say for lack of better term like higher quality right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it probably looks more realistic yeah yeah so like uh for the post uh, post vis, like let's say, well, I will spend more time compared to previous uh-huh. uh, because they're uh, at this point the director already know what they want, uh, most of, like ninety percent what they want. So uh, the animation would take longer, but uh, like those final animator do, working for VFX, they would take much longer time compared to me because it's all like realistic animation. Just I like, see. I see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so like if I watch a movie and I'm like, that looks not real. It's probably because they use a cheaper version. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, some, sometimes. I think, I think there's like, I think there's like, yeah, I th- yeah, you're right. I think that happens sometimes. I remember there was like a one, sh- one shot in Fast and Furious. And I can tell it's directly from the post vis instead of going through VFX. Oh. Yeah, but it was, that was not bad. It's right, right, right. I'm sure only you enough. can notice it, right? Probably yeah. you're the only one that can notice. Sometimes it's of... very noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see. So what you're saying is it just they would you whatever the movie they if they maybe use it from just the post visual, and they didn't send it to the the visual effects people. Yeah, it's I probably see. just really small things. They think, oh, this looks good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when you watch the movie, are you like, oh, cool, like, that's how it looks now, or something? Like, do you feel any kind of way? <laughs> uh, I think for... Hmm. <laughs> I think it's still, I think it's still exciting, because, like, what I was working on was still footage, like, uh, clip by clip, but the, the edits... It's like a very important thing as well, and then the music as well. Mm, so the music, when, the music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then you you see the editing, and then the music, and then like uh, um, there are probably more dialogues, and then and then the final uh, VFX, and then you realize, wow, this this looks great. Yeah. Oh, cool! That's yeah. cool. Okay, so what do you um like least about your job? 
like least about my job. Um, I think it's it's because that we're more a behind the scene uh, job. Like most of people probably like like this job makes sense, but like most people probably never heard of like this uh, previous. Um, so it's it's very personal. It's like the reason is very personal to me because I am Chinese, so I'm work I'm on my uh, working visa. And then uh, for me to apply for a working visa and then maybe even green card, it means that I have to prove that I did, did all these work. But previous or post this, they will never be in the final film. They're, because they're all pre-production or, and then right. the final, yeah, the final footage is usually like the VFX shot. So, and, and there's so many artists and then so many like working on the same thing. So it's really hard to tell, like, did I work on this one? Sometimes I forget myself. Did I work on this one? Did I mm. did like a 90% of the job? So it's really hard for me to put a reel together mm. or or like even get reels from my companies. I still ne- have not get any footages that I worked on from mm. any of those companies that I work for. I get, but I understand it's very hard for them as well because you have to go through all these like kind uh, uh, companies and then ask for your reels and stuff and then the movie um takes years to make yeah and then yeah, yeah the, and then you're only allowed to show certain things after the dvd is released so for me it's like like i i did a lot of work i spent a lot of time but it's hard to be seen therefore like it's hard for me to prove that i work on these things to the uh immigrant like yeah, for for my immigrant no yeah that's process. crazy yeah. yeah that's crazy that that it's that difficult you know even yeah. though you've put all this work in yeah um man I hope that works out is it getting better for you like are you closer um not really not really, <laughs> oh, not really. um I'm, I'm hoping like the current production can uh, I think they have a, a little bit better policies about giving the artists their reels because they understand it's very important. Even for like someone doesn't need a, a, a working visa, they still need it to, you know, look for other jobs as well. It's like yes, yes. personal work. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. So I think that the policy is a little bit better, but I'm still in the very beginning of the production. So this, I think it's going to take at least, at least two years for it to finally released and it's gonna take a another couple months for for me to get my uh the reel so yeah it just takes very long that's crazy um well you know I again I'm so thankful for you and your time this evening um I was wondering if there anything that maybe you wanted to tell me about today about your job that I didn't ask you about or if you have any advice for somebody that is thinking, man, previs sounds really cool. This is something maybe I want to do. Like, do you have any advice for them? Um, I um, I think. Sorry, I, I have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're um, good. Um, I would say if you're really interested in previous it basically means that you're like probably likes films and then likes cinematography because this is like definitely the job for someone who uh, enjoyed these things but um 
you just have to really take care of yourself, I would say. Like, um, like you have to uh, negotiate the price. Like, like yeah, that 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 would be my advice because I feel like a lot. Like I, I didn't work for like. I I think I asked for too low at the very beginning because I also like I was worried that I would lose my job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then and and then if I if I don't work for very long, I I can't keep working here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, if you're interested in this, then I would say definitely keep up with the industry because. Uh, the industry is like updating like every single day and then you have to learn so many different programs and then well the company will probably train you but you just have to be like uh your eyes need to be open for like all these opportun- different opportunities and then all these like new updates and then learn from the other people yeah that, that would be my advice awesome well thank you so much again kino i um I'm going to go watch Fast 9 now. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, you know, I probably won't watch movies the same either because I didn't know about Previ's work. And I feel like, you know, I just watched 007 too. Okay, so I, I say this because um, it's been forever since I went to the movie theater because of my kids. And so my mm. husband and I recently went to go watch 007. And it was like, have you seen it? No, I have not. Oh my Did gosh. You like it? it was the first like 10, five, 10 minutes was phenomenal. Like I was blown away just by all of the action, the camera movement, everything. I looked at my husband and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> that was really good. But then now I'm thinking like, wow, like how much previous did they do before doing this movie? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm never going to, I'm always going to think that now. Because of you, I'm going to think, man, a lot of 3D animation probably went into storyboarding this scene. <laughs> I, I think uh, hmm. uh, sometimes, uh, like, previous is a great tool, uh-huh. but um, uh, sometimes it can just be pure uh, storyboard. Like, really? They don't want, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of times it can just be pure uh, storyboard. And then sometimes, like, um, smaller productions, like indie films, they don't, they don't, use previous i think previous is specifically designed for like those blockbusters yeah yeah, yeah. no 007 definitely I, there's there's no way there's no yeah, way yeah. with all like yeah, with yeah, all of those yeah, different okay. scenes no, there's I no watch way it. <laughs> yeah now no, i probably need to watch that movie <laughs> all right well thank you again kino um you know i always ask people at the end too like um, if there's somebody that maybe had maybe some questions about your job, would you be open to me connecting them with you maybe through email or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Awesome. Uh, should I give out the email right now or? Oh, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll give it oh, to okay. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you want to connect with Kino or if you have any questions about her job or you just wanted to tell me how much you enjoyed this episode, you can email me at podcastwigu at gmail.com or you can DM me through social media. Uh, Thanks again, guys. Thanks, Kino. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.